guys, welcome to Speckled, a beauty podcast that explores the science behind the beauty industry by looking at what's actually inside our products. Each episode, we're going to explore a different trending ingredient by talking to industry professionals and getting their expert advice. I'm your host, Jen Anderson. Hi guys, welcome back to episode number three. Today's episode is something that I'm so excited about um, and it's something that is very near and dear to both my heart but also our producer Jorge because we are both totally obsessed with activated charcoal. Um, It's something that's really trendy right now and I feel like everywhere I look, every, every store that I go into, every magazine that I flip through has products with activated charcoal. It's things like face masks, face scrubs, face washes, sponges, shampoos and conditioner for your hair, um, bath salts, body washes. Um, And the one that I think is totally gross, um, but like obviously probably works is toothpaste with activated charcoal. Um, And yes, they're all black and all wonderful. I really am fascinated by this ingredient. I think that even though it's so trendy, there are a lot of people who have misconceptions about it, um, which is part of the reason I wanted to do an episode just dedicated on activated charcoal, but also get a um, scientist's point of view, um, which is why we have a very special guest on today. And I think it's really important to note that activated charcoal is completely different from the charcoal that you find um, in like a barbecue grill. Uh, It's from my research, at least, it's something that is completely different. The charcoal that you use in grills is full of chemicals and things that would be really harsh to your skin and your bodies. So don't go and grab like a fistful of charcoal from your grill and think that it's going to be the same thing. Uh, Please don't, at least from my research. um, You know, I'm not an expert, but from the people who I was reading, very trusty sources say, don't, don't do that. Um, So that's important to note. So let's start by rewinding and actually going through what is activated charcoal. So activated charcoal, according to Wikipedia, is also called activated carbon. Um, It's a form of carbon processed to have small, low-volume pores that increase the surface area available for adsorption. So I feel like absorption is something that people are very familiar with, A-B, But adsorption, AD, is something completely different. We'll go over it later, but a brief overview is that adsorption is a chemical reaction where elements bind to a surface rather than getting sucked up into it. So that might sound a little sciencey, but I really like this article that Allure magazine did online, um, and they explain it by saying that activated charcoal works by attaching to toxins in the stomach if you ingest it, or topically, if you put it on your skin, by absorbing them before the bloodstream can even reach. So that's basically how it works. It it traps all of the toxins and all of the gases inside of its tiny pores. Um, And if you really want to get sciencey, the way that it does that is because activated charcoal has a negative charge, whereas the toxins and the gases have a positive charge, so they stick together. Um, I am clearly not a scientist. I have 
no scientific background, but um, I think that's basic enough for people to get a good understanding of what it is. Um, And it's something that has really transcended history. You can trace it back to the ancient Egyptians, um, you know, like thousands and thousands of years ago. These people were the first ones who really saw activated charcoal as something that you can use for preserving Um, because it's antibacterial, it's antifungal. They were like, hey, let's use this as a preservative. Um, And then centuries later after that is when it really became something that was a water purifier. Um, That's something that we still use today. It's amazing. Um, I'm geeking out a little bit that it's something that has just lasted centuries. Um, I used to have a water bottle uh, called Bobble. It had a charcoal filter in it. I have a a Brita filter in my kitchen um, that has charcoal in it. It's been used for water purification forever. Um, And then it really came back in the 1800s when we started using it medicinally. Um, It wasn't used topically for beauty products quite yet, but it was used medicinally. It was around 1870 to about 1920 when the charcoal activation process was really created. And that kind of brings us to now, where outside of the beauty industry, it's used mainly medicinally and in healthcare. Um, I think this is totally fascinating, but it makes sense for what activated charcoal is, but it is used to treat drug overdose and drug and alcohol poisoning. Um, so what it does is um, it works as a detoxifier. It, re- it eliminates all the toxins, the bad things from your body that you've ingested. Um, but also, according to WebMD, there are some lesser known uses of um, activated charcoal in the healthcare and medicinal world. Um, these are interesting to me. Um, it can be used to treat a condition of pregnancy in which the normal flow of bile is affected. It can be used to prevent gas. It can be used to reduce high cholesterol. And I find this one especially fascinating. It can be used to prevent hangover. Just think about that for a second. If that was actually studied a little more, I think a lot less people would be having hangovers. And I think that's pretty awesome. So that's kind of like all of the research that I did to really get started. I mean, that's that's a lot of research. It's um, that's a lot of sciencey stuff, and that's also why I wanted to talk to somebody who has a very strong background in science. Um, so, joining me today is the lovely Dr. Linda Miles from Derma E. I love Derma E. I've used the brand for years. And um, I even have a blog post that went up recently about Derma E's purifying line, which uses activated charcoal. And when I when I got the purifying line, I was like, oh my gosh, this needs to be an episode. I fell in love with the products. Um, so I hit up Dr. Linda Miles and invited her on the show. And I'm so thrilled to talk to somebody who does not only have experience in the beauty industry, but also knows things with a very keen awareness of science as well. Um, so welcome, Linda. Hi there. Hi. Um, so... I just wanted to get kind of a background on you and your experiences and kind of like where you started. So how did you start in the beauty industry? Okay, well, my partner, David Stern, and I, way back when dinosaurs roamed the earth, we, <laughs> w- 
we wanted to formulate products with good concentrations of natural ingredients that were actually good for the skin and did something. So that's really the premise to the company is that we do formulate for results. And where did you learn all of your like, I, I don't know, I feel I've never, obviously, I've never formulated a brand. How do you do it? Well, first off, I've always been interested in natural health. And I was lucky enough to be involved in the natural products industry from the get go. And so being exposed to all the very cool ingredients gave me the impetus to put together products that use those ingredients. Now, in addition to that, I am a doctor of oriental medicine, which means that I practice acupuncture and I also distribute herbs to my own patients. So I have a, an avid interest in many of the active ingredients for health benefits in addition to what they do for skin. And how long have you been doing that? Um, I've been in, I was just thinking about that this morning. I think it's like 15 years at this point. So, and, and then when did you start with Derma E? Uh, Derma E is 30 something years old at this point. Oh my gosh, <laughs> but it's so great. It's such a good classic. <laughs> <laughs> that it is, that it is. Um, so I just started using the, um, charcoal scrub and the charcoal mask. I was actually testing them out for my blog. Um, and well, first of all, they're fabulous. Well, thank you. <laughs> really love them. Even my, my boyfriend, um, I made him try it out and he was like, oh my gosh, all the gunk is out of my skin. <laughs> uh, so where, what's the story behind that purifying line? Okay. So um, the skin is the largest organ system in the body. And some of this is boring. Sorry about that. But to really do its functions of thermoregulation and to avoid having pathogens enter the body and also waste removal, it needs to be healthy. And one of the ways that we tend to clog it up in um, this day and age is with pollution or even if we're just exercise advocates or out in the world, you get exposed to tons of pollution. So the story behind the purifying line was we, we were looking around and WHO, which is the World Health Organization, actually has made pollution one of the number one health uh, threats to people at this point. In fact, they're saying that one in eight people will die from pollution-related issues. So that is terrifying. I know it is. And, <laughs> and, and I live I, in New York. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So you're in one of those hot spots in the US. I mean, the US is nothing compared to like Beijing, China, where you can't even see the ground. So mm -hmm. obviously, we're in better shape. But again, even from the standpoint of exercising or just being around, you know, uh, uh, diesel fumes or whatever, we are definitely exposing our skin to lots of toxins. So the purifying line came came to be because charcoal, activated charcoal, is the best, the very best natural detox agent that there is. Um, and, and in fact, if you have a pet and that pet ingests something poisonous, the first thing the vet's going to do is he's going to use activated charcoal on your pet because it is such a wonderful detoxifier. So it's used internally, it's been used in World War I and World War II and the actual gas masks. It's been used since ancient Egyptian times to detox the skin specifically. And we're just kind of like rediscovering it now. 
And so it's, it's an amazing ingredient to really remove impurities from the skin. So you might say, so what is activated charcoal? What, that was my what? next question. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, so what is that different from the charcoal you throw in the barbecue and cook with, right? Well, activated charcoal is usually from either um, wood or from coconut shells, and it's exposed to um, high thermal temperatures in the absence of oxygen. And when you do that, you make it extremely porous, and so it becomes this huge like sponge for toxins, but they don't go into the charcoal. They're actually attracted to the outside. So it's not an absorption, AB, it's an ad adsorption, AD. And let me, let me just give you, I know some facts are kind of boring sometimes, but let no, me, I let me give them. you, <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you how absor absorbing this is. So when you take one gram which is a tiny little amount in your hand. So it would be like a thimble size of activated charcoal. Within that one gram, there is 32,000 square feet, square feet of ad absorption surface area. Now let me put that in perspective for you. A football field is 57,600 square feet. So that one little tiny gram of charcoal is over half the size of a football field. That's, That's why insane. it's so amazing. That's why it's so amazing. So then are there products out there, not, I mean, obviously not your line, but are there products that are misusing charcoal that are using the wrong kind of charcoal? Like they're not using activated charcoal? Boy, I surely wouldn't know about that. I mean, that's kind of goes back to product and company integrity. Mm -hmm. If they are I, again, I don't know about that. It wouldn't make sense to me if somebody else is not using the correct form of charcoal. But the other thing with like the Derma E product line and the reason that it is such, um, such a good formula is because we not only used the activated charcoal, but then we added in, uh, Kimarin Wakami, which is a patented form of a, an algae. And that has huge clinical research behind it for detoxing the skin specifically for pollution issues. So, so the nasty things that we, we encounter in the world. Um, and then in addition to that, we added bladderwrack, which is another seaweed. And bladderwrack is also super good for, for detoxing. And then on top of that, we threw in green tea as an exceptional antioxidant to kind of shield the skin from any free radical damage. So that's the reason that these formulas are outperforming some of the competition is because of the blend of ingredients and what we've really put into them. So because it is so powerful, is there any way that you can like use too much or like overdose on activated <laughs> charcoal? No, not really, because what what is it doing? It's pulling out the toxins and it's pulling out the impurities. If there are no toxins and there are no impurities, it's not going to pull out good stuff. So you're, you're, there's no way that you can overuse it. Um, now, if you're talking about the uh, purifying scrub, then again, as, as a physical exfoliant, you need to be a little bit careful as far as as over scrubbing the skin, which would result in like redness and whatever. Right. But as far as the charcoal itself, you cannot overuse it. Um, so this is like, 
probably I don't know if this is correct because everything I read on the internet is not correct. Right. But <laughs> I read somewhere or like heard somewhere that if you don't use water with activated charcoal, it like doesn't work. Is that true? No, because again, think about what it's doing and what it is. And so it needs to be in some sort of emulsion because it needs to, it, it, if you, if you apply charcoal dry, then it's, it's got to use your own body oils to do its job. But you could apply charcoal dust to the skin and, and get some results. But again, the beauty of the Derma E products is that we've already blended all these good ingredients in a base that is perfect for delivering the charcoal to do its job. So I, I wouldn't say that you have to have water, but you, but again, if you apply charcoal dust just by itself, it's going to use your body oils to do, to, to make itself moist enough to pull out those impurities. So I have really dry skin and I've always been that way. And my boyfriend has like very oily skin, um, combo skin. And when we tested out, you know, the purifying line. Both of us did benefit from it. Is it supposed to be used for skin that naturally has more like surface oils or is it okay for dry skin or? Well, it, it really works well for all skin types. But again, if we think about oily skin or blemish prone skin, it's going to be especially beneficial for those skin types because it's going to pull some of those oils out. So, yeah, that makes sense that you both benefited because it really is for all skin types. Every skin type has a certain amount of impurities and debris and all those nasty things in the skin that we really do want to remove. So that's why it's so fantastic. And the, the mask or the scrub or the cleanser will take out what it needs to take out. And then, again, the formulas are developed so that they're actually beneficial to the skin after the fact as well. How so? Well, because, for example, you have the green tea in the, in the mask and in the, um, in fact, I think it's in most of the purifying formulas. And so the green tea is left on the skin and that protects the skin from free radical damage. So you're optimizing the health of the skin with this really, really good antioxidant. That's so cool. I guess, I guess I didn't think about it. That well, <laughs> but, but, but Jen, let's be honest too. A better thing to do is to apply a good moisturizer that contains antioxidants and other beneficial ingredients afterwards. You're starting the process with your mask or your cleanser mm -hmm. or your scrub, but then you really do want to follow up with a good um, moisturizer that contains the vitamins and minerals and, and antioxidants that your skin wants. So, you know, it's, it's really good to take everything in a supplement form mm -hmm. so that you have it in your bloodstream too, but you know, Dr. Packer at the Packer Lab at UC Berkeley did a ton of research on the skin and showed that the skin really wants its vitamins, minerals, and antioxidants topically. That's how it prefers to have them, and it works better that way. That's, hmm. Um, I was, I, I was actually jumping back. Um, I was going to say, is there some way to, since charcoal can be... Um, you know, so detoxifying? Is there some way to protect your skin after using it to make sure that you don't, you know, get that redness or, or you know, I don't know, get bothered by yeah, it? Yeah, I, I hear you. The, the, the redness is only going to come about if you have used a scrub and you've exfoliated the, the skin away 
that doesn't necessarily need to leave. So, mm-hmm. you know, the, the exfoliation process, masks exfoliate too, but they do it very gently. So it, again, it depends upon what the formula is. But if you use a, a, a scrub that, that has physical exfoliants in it, such as apricot shells or, you know, natural exfoliant material, even a natural exfoliant material, if you rub too hard or too much or too long, you're going to take off skin cells that don't necessarily need to leave. And that's when you get that red. Mm-hmm. And so if you're, if you're scrubbing your face to the point that it's red and inflamed, that's too much. So a slight reddening of the skin shows that you've stimulated it and there's good blood flow. But if it's red and inflamed, it's too much. And then, yes, in answer again to your question, after you've cleaned the skin out, the perfect thing to do is apply a gel or serum or moisturizer that's, again, feeding the skin whatever good vitamins and minerals and antioxidants you want it to have. And and you... You would sorry. select the, I'm sorry, you would <laughs> select those based on what your skin issue is. So, you know, again, if you're, if you're worried about, you know, wrinkles, maybe you select something that's got peptides in it. If you are worried more about sagging skin, which you're young, so none of these are your issue, but, you know, sagging skin, you'd look for something with a firming agent like DMAE. For you, you want to prevent any, any damage because your skin looks really good right now. And so you just want to look for good antioxidants, you know, green tea, um, uh, let's see, argan oil is a great antioxidant, uh, olive oil, different things like that. Those are all really good for the skin. So there's this crazy trend going around with these charcoal masks. I don't know if you've seen them, but I mean, um, I, I don't know if it's, it's, effective but there are these charcoal masks where you run like a magnet over it and it like magnetizes the mask to remove it is that something that you've heard of is that is that like real would that work i don't know about that i would have to look at the science behind that i am really a science-based person so again you and i can find anything on the internet but if i don't see it in some sort of clinical form i go Mm, that doesn't sound very good to me. That doesn't sound very good to me. But again, I would have to look at it from a, from a science perspective and find out why they think that's working. It doesn't sound right to me, but I, I, all I'm giving you right now is my opinion because I haven't researched it. Well, I mean, it's definitely a hype, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then are there any ingredients that are equivalent to charcoal that work just as well as detoxifying? Um, any of your uh, algaes are really good to detox the skin. So anything, any seaweed, anything that is based from the ocean that, that's, that's a detox agent, they're very good. There is nothing that I know of that is more powerful than charcoal as far as a detox agent. So, I mean, again, internally, externally, whatever you want to say, it is probably, it's probably the grandfather of detox. So... Um, I don't know of any other ingredient that comes close in its effectiveness, but there are other things that will detox the skin. Like I say, the, the, the marine algaes are great for detox. And are those things, charcoal and, and marine algaes and all that, are those things that you can put on your hair and body and face, all of them, or is it too harsh for some areas of the body? 
No, none of these would be harsh, but I would have a tough time understanding why we would want to put it on our hair. (laughs) (laughs) Because most of the time, we're trying to condition and maintain the hair shaft. So I'm not thinking that we want to pull anything out of the hair. I think we want to probably leave it alone. But um, yeah, none of these are all gentle. That's that's, you know, there are some natural ingredients that aren't gentle, like alpha hydroxy acids, for example. But most natural ingredients, that's one of the beauty to them, is that they tend to be gentle, and they the body tends to understand what the message is within those natural ingredients. They, they are a lot of times very complex in their actual um, chemical composition, and the body recognizes that complexity and is very happy to... To listen to the messages. So, what is next with Derma E? What any like anything in the works that's uh, fun and exciting? Oh, I think so. Um, we've just launched our vitamin C line, and then we also launched a rose cleansing oil, Ooh. which is phenomenal as far as being a very different form of cleansing and very good for the skin. There's a lot of antioxidants in it as well. Yeah, I'm excited for those. Are those, Do they have like um, specific lines that they're a part of? Um, the rose cleansing oil is by itself. It's part of that essential platform that we have. And then the vitamin C is a, is a full line. We have a vitamin C micellar water and a vitamin C serum, vitamin C night cream, day cream. So yeah, there, and a cleanser, a vitamin C cleanse, cleansing. So. I mean, we've got a full range of vitamin C products that are just being launched. That's so exciting. <laughs> yeah. No, it's very cool. I mean, for me personally, vitamin C is one of the most important ingredients there is, not only from skincare, but as a doctor. So so the reason it's important, and, and again, maybe we're too far into this already, but vitamin C is essential for any connective tissue repair or regrowth, which in the body, that would be ligaments, tendons, those kinds of things, including bones. Bones would be considered connective tissue. But in the skin, it's the elastin collagen fibers. And when you maintain the health of the elastin collagen fibers, you prevent wrinkles. So that's really exciting. And then vitamin C is well known to even out skin tone and sort of erase some brown spots too. So it's a really very, very good ingredient for the skin. I'm just so fascinated by like all of the, I mean, like charcoal included and and vitamin C and all of those that are something that contains ingredients that we've eaten and consumed. And now like it's something that we put on our faces and our bodies. And I just, I'm so fascinated that it's, it's equally important. Right, right. And people didn't realize that for a long time. You know, they thought, okay, so I get some petroleum jelly and I smear it on my, my skin and and it locks in the moisture, and my skin sort of feels um, smooth and, and, and moisturized, and that's good. They didn't realize that they were actually clogging all the pores and basically hindering the health of the skin, so it couldn't really do its function. So, yeah, it's really cool. People are really starting to recognize it. You know, the things that our grandmothers told us about, they're, they're real. <laughs> so, 
you know, that, that olive oil thing, you know, just applying olive oil to the face. That's a, that's a very good thing. Right. Very simple. Very simple. And I think sometimes people are scared about like the simplicity. They're like, Ooh, like, right. I don't know. That's just one, one ingredient. Like right. I, where are my chemicals? Right. And, like, <laughs> right. Right. Well, come on, Estee Lauder and La Prairie and all those people have taught us well that we need to have, you know, 50 billion ingredients that we right. cannot pronounce in these products. Right. So anyway, yeah, we're getting there. We're getting back to the basics and that's a good thing. All right. I, that's, I mean, all the questions I have, did you want to add anything specific to charcoal or about Derma E? Um, no, I just, you know, again, I really appreciate your comments and we really invite people to give us a try. We, we really are one of the best natural skincare brands around and we certainly would invite people to give us a try. Great. Um, I, I'm so happy you came on to this show and thank you so much for giving me your time. Oh, you're very welcome. It was my pleasure and I'm, I'm sorry for all the science, but that's me. <laughs> no, I love it. That's the foundation of this whole podcast. Yeah, true, true. <laughs> but I mean, still, it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> all right, guys, that was our episode on activated charcoal. Thank you so much for listening. As always, it would be amazing if you could leave us a review on iTunes and subscribe. It helps other people like you find our podcast so that they can also learn about the beauty industry and trending ingredients like today's. We're on social media at Speckled Blog on Instagram and Facebook. And keep up with our blog posts at www.speckled.blog. Today's episode was produced, as always, by Jorge Estrada. And again, thank you so much for listening. We will see you in an episode very soon. Bye, guys. Bye.